Morning, Miss Honey Bunny. Well, good morning to you, too. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got in your hand, Miss Evelyn? I got a bundle of puppy. How they doing? They're doing good. They're doing really good. Doing good. I noticed that uh, they kind of have run of the uh, living room. Yes. Yes, that's all, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's enough. They don't need to go in the other rooms. You're not going to open up the rest of the house to your babies? I don't think so. Are they healthy? I think so. Do they seem healthy to you? I'm kind of surprised, aren't you? Because I was always told that registered dogs or full-blooded dogs are very difficult to keep and they're sick all the time. And, <clears throat> you know, we haven't had any uh, illness at all. No, thank goodness. No, no, they're, they're, they're doing really good, I think. I think the fact that we got them both uh, really helps everything because... Uh, now, one thing, uh, they wake up now, they used to wake up at five minutes after six. Oh. And it's now five minutes before five. Oh. And Honey Bunny is not to be denied. She, oh. uh, she's the spokesperson for uh, both of them. And uh, she wants to go out at five minutes till five. And, of course, once she gets outside, any little thing, she'll howl like a coyote. <laughs> And uh, I don't want our neighbors to experience that, but uh, we're going to have to retrain her. Can we do that? Uh, I think we'll work at it. (laughs) No, no. We'll work at it. Isn't it uh, interesting that she is a spokesperson for both of them? Yes. Yes, and um, I guess if we just got him... And not her. I'm wondering if he would have ever spoken up mm. and said anything, or he would remain the strong, silent type. Mm. Mute. Mute. Mm. Mute. So, no. what's going on in your life? Not much. Not much right now. Just catching up, trying to catch up from being gone so long and putting stuff back away. Takes as long to put it back as it does to pack it up. So, trying to get everything done because we've got about one more week of uh, time to do things, and then it's going to be wedding season beginning and starting and wide open. I want to go up and see John, and the uh, question is drive or fly? Well, I don't know. Depends on how many days you want to spend, and uh, for me, it would be how much money I have to spend, <laughs> uh, and if I wanted to see the country on the way up, or I didn't want to drive, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, with the price of gasoline, it's almost a wash whether you drive or fly, and yeah. uh, I I considered driving the whole time, and then. Uh, Samantha said, uh, why don't you fly, Dad? That's a sensible way to go. Yeah. Yeah. She's right. It is a sensible way to go. So I think we'll uh, use Sammy's credit card. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you better do that. She probably didn't mean it quite that literally. No. 
How about uh, Sunday morning, CBS? Anything jump out at you? Oh, it was a good show. I love Sunday morning CBS anyway because they have such a variety of things on. Um, I really like the Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward thing. Uh, they were the couple of Hollywood when I was growing up. And uh, so it's good to uh, find out about other people's lives. I think it's so interesting. And uh, also the article with Dr. John LePoop uh, about the uh, strong after effects of having COVID that some people have. And I certainly do think that I have a little of it. And I thought, well, I didn't have a severe enough case. That was my thinking to blame what is happening to me now on COVID. But then the doctors doing the research on that said you didn't have to have a horrible case where you were really, really sick. You could have barely been sick and you would still have this lingering thing. Um, Some people say you work very hard at it and you can regain a lot of it back, but I haven't seen anyone in any broadcast of any kind saying that they're back 100%. I think it I think it leaves you with lacking something or lacking everything you had before. What are your symptoms? Uh aches. Kind of aches in in my legs and and uh I think maybe that I was having trouble with my legs and my circulation before and I think this only uh, made it more evident, uh, the numbness in my feet and stuff like that. And then just, um, I could always push myself. If I needed enough energy to get a job done, I could push my way through it. And now it's so much easier and so much better if I just surrender to it and say, I've got to like yesterday, I just said, hey, i got to take a nap. I don't take naps during the day because if I nap during the day, I can't sleep at night. And so I've never been a napper. Never, 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 ever, ever. Um, but now, sometimes after I get around and do some things in the morning, I just want to sit down or I want to just close my eyes for a minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, that is depressing. It's bad enough getting older, and, um, you know, you don't have have any help for your body to age faster. You kind of want it to slow down. Did uh, COVID settle in on any particular part of your body? Uh, I think uh, my breathing, my chest... And everything. I think I started noticing that. Uh, I, I think I noticed that when we started climbing uh, the Brown Mountain. And uh, I could not go all the way. I could used to go all the way to the top. I mean, I'm not running up there or anything, but I did make it to the top several times. Uh, I'd have to stop and rest a little bit. But always knew if I kept practicing it and kept that I would make it easier every time. And then the last couple of times that I tried it with everyone, um, 
it it just hurt too bad in your breathing and in your chest. It just like you something that I'd never experienced before. And probably what a person may be experiencing, what maybe a heart attack feels like, just the tightening up and can't get your breath and you get kind of scared. And uh, so every once in a while I pass Brown Mountain and I think, I need to see if I could just take my time and get so far, but I'm afraid to find out that I can't. I uh, firmly believe that it settled in in my... uh area of my heart because uh, I never had any problem at all uh, with heart and uh, was controlling blood pressure and everything fine and then I had COVID and uh, a couple of weeks later I had a normal uh, testing uh, annual checkup and that's whenever the doctor noticed that uh, I had atrib fibrillation and I think that was caused directly from the uh, COVID. And uh, I know uh, after I had it, I would perform simple tasks like taking a shower. And you would be the one to say you're huffing and puffing. Oh, yeah. And you still huff and puff. Mm-hmm. I meant a while ago when you came in from your walk, um, you, I always notice that when you're taking short, choppy Breaths. Mm-hmm. So. Trying to survive. Yeah, I know what you mean. And then weak, just, it seems like uh, somebody pulls a plug and like one of these big rubber dolls, you just go flat, or mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. And uh, I crawl to my chair, and of course, I'm a napper. You're, you're oh, not yeah. a napper, but I'm a napper. I've never seen anyone that can sleep as much as you do during the day and as much as you do at night. I can... I it's can amazing. if I get fifteen minutes of sleep, I can go till midnight. Yes, but you get more than fifteen minutes of sleep. I do now, oh, but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't do any good. Yeah. Uh, I wake up and I feel worse than I did, and that that never happened to me. Now it always happened to you that if you took a nap and got up, you always said you felt worse. Oh, I, and hungry. I always have to eat if I take a nap. First thing I do and hit the floor, I have to have something to eat. I don't know why, but I do. Yeah. But now I can take a nap, and it can be 15 minutes or two hours, and I wake up, and it's just terrible feeling. And it's like, come on, you yeah. know? I, I I crave to feel good again. Oh, me too. I mean, I expected, you know, on my birthday that the, switch would go click and all of a sudden you wouldn't be able to do as much but I wasn't quite uh, prepared for it and um, you know you don't need any help getting older you don't need any help your body failing you Uh, but when I I honestly think COVID has come along and has uh, and then it was brought to my attention yesterday that the air quality here in Phoenix you know people tell you all the time when we lived in the Midwest, oh, they moved to Arizona. Why did they move to Arizona? Well, they say it's great out there. It's great for your allergies. And uh, it's warm and it's great for asthma. It's great for everything. And when we get out here, first thing the doctor told me, it says people come out here because they think it's great for their allergies. And this is the worst place in the world to be for allergies or for asthma or 
any breathing difficulties because the air here is actually filthy. Mm -hmm. You can see it. And I think a lot of it is to do with what we've done to our air quality. But also, we live down in a hole. We live down in a valley. I meant because you could stand any place in this area and it's like living in a dome. You can just look all the way around and see the horizon all the way around you and uh, it's dirty. Yeah. It is dirty. Sometimes you honestly can feel like you could cut it with a knife. Yeah, this morning, uh, whenever I stepped out of the house to do my morning walk, you can taste the acidity in the air. That's how bad it is. So I came back in and got a mask and uh, put on the double mask that I usually wear whenever I go out into any kind of public uh, venture. And I put that double mask on and it really helped, but it was to keep the uh, terrible air quality out of my lungs and uh, I think it helped a great deal, but that's the kind of situation we live in here in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You mentioned birthday. You said as you progressed to that faithful birthday. Oh, yes. But uh, do you remember the great birthdays that you've had as a a human being, uh, 16, whenever you can get your driver's license and... Mm. 21, when you can vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18, whenever you sign up for the military and they take you off to Oh, I remember that one war. well. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one well. Yeah, you got a couple I went, of... Uh, I went in the Navy. <laughs> I like blue. <laughs> you went vicariously, though, didn't you? Yes, yes. Yeah. Just your heart went. Yes, yes. <laughs> you want to explain? No, because I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't your boyfriend go into the Navy? No. No, he went in the Air Force. Oh, oh, so he I was totally under. I I was totally off base there. Gee, I didn't, Joe, get I didn't it right. realize. Jesus. But do you have a memorable birthday? Oh. Oh, one I remember when we were first married, you surprised me with a birthday party um, that was neat it was out at the, the blue house we called it mm-hmm. and uh, the place was covered with people yes I remember that that was a surprise um, I don't birthdays were not that big a deal really I don't think growing up uh, of course it was just myself and my mom and dad that celebrated things like that. Uh, we didn't get together, as far as I can remember, with the Payne family to celebrate birthdays. I don't remember getting together and celebrating my cousin's birthdays or anything. They just had birthdays. That's strange, isn't it? But I don't remember that at all. I don't remember birthdays being too too big a deal and you said 16th getting your driver's license I don't remember I don't remember getting my driver's license at all so no so 
So whenever you have plenty, you don't uh, appreciate the little bit that you get. <laughs> so uh, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm going to cut it out anyway. <laughs> that was way over my head. Well, in our family, the biggest time of the year was your birthday. Yeah. And uh, I see, uh, I mean, it was a huge thing in our house because we had eight kids there. And uh, the birthdays were really special. And the the ceremony was um, quite interesting. Uh, our, my father would come in and take the birthday child while they were still asleep and roll them under the bed. That was the first act on the birthday. And you That's remember cruel. those beds back then were, were mattress. Well, yeah, they were because they had the old springs. You remember the old wire springs? Mm-hmm. And he used, to, he used to roll them under the bed. And then the next thing was whenever breakfast came, my mother would ask the birthday child what they wanted for supper. Mm. And they got to pick the meal for supper. And I always picked hamburger and pork and beans. And then the next thing was, Dad allowed each of the kids to spank, to, to, to hit on the butt, the that birthday was, child, the number of birthdays it was. That was cruel. So throughout the day, you know, you got to swat whoever had the birthday and then, of course, we had the birthday dinner, and uh, Mom would always fix some kind of uh, dessert, whether it be a pie. She was a great pie cooker, baker, pie baker, and uh, we'd have uh, the dessert, and uh, that would be the birthday. And it was really, really a special time for us to uh, have the birthday. And you didn't have that, huh? Not that I remember. Could have. It would have been just something small that we did between the three of us. Mm. But I don't I don't remember. You notice who carries on that tradition? Who? Samantha Joe. Oh yes, yes. Uh yeah, birthdays mean a lot to Sam. Oh. Yeah. The 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 Beginning and end of everything. Yeah. Well, um, we celebrate our kids' birthdays mm-hmm. very well. They usually had a party, which mm-hmm. was uh, neat, especially for the girls. Mm-hmm. They'd have a house full of kids over. So that was that was good. Do you remember the year for your birthday that I gave you a miniature airplane? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. But where did we go? I forgot where we went. Did we take all the kids and go someplace and fly? We went to Vegas. Oh. Three days, three nights, and four days. And I was pregnant. Vegas, yes. Yes. And we did take her with us. Yeah, so to speak. Yes. Yes, well, I spent most of that time uh, in the room by myself. (laughs) That's the reason I forgot that one. Yeah, Uh Uh, you were busy gambling someplace. We yes. went to, we stayed at the Flamingo. Yes. You remember that? Uh-huh. And uh, the Caesar's Palace, we, we flew in the night, I think it was a Thursday night, 
And we flew in and we went to Caesar's Palace and it was about, uh, oh, I'd say 11 o'clock at night whenever we got there. And I was looking at the card tables and the guy who was uh, managing the room told me, said, uh, we've only got one table active. And uh, he told me what each of the players were capable of doing. And he said, you've only got one to compete with and that's the doctor at the end of the table. And said the woman there, she'll bet on anything, so don't pay any attention to her. Well, I sat down and I started winning. And it seemed like every third hand I won. And you were sitting over in the corner on that uh, round seat, uh, 18 months pregnant, you know, waiting for me to get through. You remember oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As usual. Yes. And so I came over and I said, Do you, uh, let me take you back to the room. And uh, then I took you back, locked you in, made sure you were safe and sound, and came back and never won a hand. Lost everything I'd won before. Yeah. Lost your good luck charm. Yeah. So uh, you ever want to go back to Vegas? Uh, the only way that I would like to go back to Vegas is with enough money to see, uh, spend about maybe four days, day getting there, day get back, two days there, if I could see uh, a show of my choice mm. every night, one a night, uh, because I am not a gambler, thank goodness, if I was a gambler. Um, one, I don't know how to play the games. I don't um, don't want to take the time to sit and figure out what cards are coming up next and how to play blackjack and thing. Um most excited I get is with a penny or a nickel or a dime slot machine because it lasts longer that way. And you can double up, <laughs> triple up, quadruple up, whatever. Uh, because I've never been lucky at that sort of thing. Good. Yeah, it is It is good because um, I thought one time we were talking to Nancy Box. Remember Nancy Box? Mm-hmm. That she would sneak out at night. She had an addiction. And she would sneak out at night while her husband was in bed asleep. And she would go play the slots or whatever she played uh, all night. And then she would come in the next morning and fixing breakfast like she you know, just got up. Uh, crazy. But she, she would win. And uh, Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But, um, oh yeah, I would see people, uh, I guess I was taught at an early age too much to watch my money and to keep it close to your heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. You didn't uh, you didn't spend money uh, where there was nothing that you didn't get back in exchange for it. And, uh, and it's a good thing I didn't because I, I would have been there all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've got a uh, a uh, a a pro- I could have a problem gambling if I ever gambled because uh, I don't know stop and I don't know common sense uh, in gambling. And I came up with a saying, you cannot win money with scared money. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. If you have money that you need to pay normal expenses and... Uh, that's and- when you know, though, that you don't have an addiction because if you don't have that that stops you 
or you say, I'm going to spend $100, and that's all, uh, which would be an enormous amount for me. <laughs> um, you know that when you get to the $100, you pay a couple more dollars. That's everybody saying, I'll pay one more, another $5. Mm-hmm. But if you stop there, then you probably don't have an addiction. But if you just keep going on beyond having any money left or... Uh, you know, getting cash out of an ATM that you don't really have or need to spend, then you got a problem. Yeah. My mother always said it's the little bit that gets you in trouble. Mm-hmm. You're gambling and uh, you gamble up what you set aside to gamble and then you want a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more. And, and that's I guess that's a, a great with you see all the sports uh, people who just go out and just, you know, gamble away you know a couple hundred thousand dollars or something and you think oh my gosh you know that must be nice to lose that amount of money and not know it but uh, still yet they've probably got a problem too yeah some entertainers i heard uh, the casinos in vegas will pay them anything they ask for because they know they'll turn around after the show and lose it all back at the uh, gambling table that's probably true yep so uh, you got a lot of plans for the future? Uh, the future being this week. <laughs> future being later today. Uh, yeah, yeah. just going to keep trying to get things done here, trying to get at least caught up to the point where I won't drown when I start uh, helping Sam again uh, after next week. So this week I'm going to play catch-up a little bit more. And then... Uh, get ready to start helping her next week. Uh, we'll be checking airline flights and computing that against gasoline to uh, Monterey. Yeah. I may need your money. and Money just came out of my mouth like crazy. <laughs> I'll need your money. <laughs> I thought, what? Uh, since when do I have money? Oh, you've always got a little stash down someplace. Yeah, I still got to find, we got to decide about getting our tickets. I'm afraid not to go on and get the one-way ticket back for the wedding because you can always trade it if it gets cheaper, but you certainly don't want the one-way to get, you know, higher. So and we've, we've got time, but need to get that kind of nailed down and taken care of and decided to where where we're going to stay you know if we're going to stay in Carbondale Carbondale's a long way you get up the next morning you've put another 45 minutes on your trip back to the airport and two after the wedding is over there's nobody in Carbondale so my thing is maybe a one night stay down there and then <clears throat> say someplace up closer to where our kids are have been in some place. We're talking about Aspen and Destiny's wedding in mm-hmm. November. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, let's get to figuring. I know. Hey, have a great day. Okay, you too. Beautiful Sunday. I know. Love you, darling. Love you, hon. Bye. <laughs>